I'm Jack Freeman, and this is my Thought Outhouse. Let me tell you about my neighbor growing up in Wichita, Kansas. So his name was Charlie, but my family affectionately or unaffectionately called him Mr. Creeper, or Mr. C for short. And the reason why we called him Mr. Creeper was because the dude was and acted creepy. There are just some people in the world who are just fundamentally creepy people, and I know that's kind of mean because not all of them intend to be creepy, but this guy, his essence was creepy. Like, if you bought a candle of Mr. Creeper at Bed Bath & Beyond, it would be essence of creep. He was a creepy person. It's important for me to describe how he looked, and I, I don't like making fun of people's appearance because it's not something that a lot of people can control, but it's really important for you to know. Mr. Creeper was an old man, and he was ghostly pale with a long white beard. Like if you saw him just standing between some trees, you would think he's the spirit of a Civil War general who retired in Wichita, Kansas because of the low cost of living, which makes sense because you, you got to get the most out of your Gettysburg pension. Charlie wore overalls and long underwear in almost every season. Now, for people on the coasts, I understand that I might just be describing what you think is the average person in Kansas, but I need you to understand that even for Kansas, this guy was out there. Like, this is not what all Kansans look like. The average man in Kansas looks like Larry the Cable Guy, but in Crocs and a University of Kansas baseball cap. And the average woman in Kansas wears bejeweled blouses, and she looks like she just called the cops on an eight-year-old's birthday party because they were having too much fun. Charlie did not look like the average person. We also lived in Wichita, which is the largest city in Kansas. And I know that saying the largest city in Kansas is not impressive. Like That's like saying you're the strongest kid on your peewee football team. It's like, sure, yeah, you can break tackles, but you also have to use two hands to carry a gallon of milk. So not that impressive. But I need you to understand that Wichita, by Kansas standards, was a big city. And we lived in the city in a neighborhood, like a normal neighborhood with lots of trees and old people. It was a very relaxing environment. There was a creek, a winding road. Everyone was relaxing, except for this ghostly old man who just walked around. And it's important for you to know that he didn't just look creepy, he actively creeped. Whenever we were outside in my backyard, we knew that he was watching us from his yard. Now, I know it's not technically illegal for you to watch other people from the privacy of your own yard, but it's socially illegal. It's like showing up to a birthday party an hour before it starts, or telling your kid that they were an accident. So the problem was that he did that, which wasn't technically illegal, but he also did walk around people's yards. There weren't fences around our properties. So periodically, Charlie would just take a stroll through our backyard. One morning, my freshman year of high school, I walked out of the garage door in the back to go to the car for school. And Charlie was just standing in the middle of the driveway looking at me. And I I didn't know what to do. So I I turned around and I went back inside with that real Midwest energy of like, oh, sorry there. Didn't mean to interrupt your private time in my driveway. I'll leave you to finish your business walking around my yard. 
So not only did he walk around people's yards, but he also kind of messed with things. Like my parents had a pile of wood in the back behind our driveway, right on the line between our property and his property. And there was like a line of trees that delineated our property. And we had uh, we had our stack of wood back there for the winter. And my parents started to notice that whenever they would go back to get some wood, the pile had changed like pretty drastically. And I recently asked my parents, do they think that Charlie was stealing wood from us? And they said, no, they don't think that he was stealing wood, but they do think that he would just go into our wood pile and rearrange, which I don't know about for you guys, but that's way more unsettling to me. That's like if you come home to your apartment, your door is wide open, you go into your house and you see that all of your furniture has been moved around, but nothing's missing. Way more psychologically damaging. So aside from walking around people's yards without their permission and periodically rearranging wood piles, Charlie never did anything that was wrong. He just pushed the boundaries of people's comfort around them. And now as an adult, and especially living in a place like New York City, I, I, I now recognize that he was probably harmless, just a little bit kooky, right? Like there are people in the world who are harmless to the people around them, but just in their heads, their wood piles are a little bit out of sorts, if you catch my drift. Also, in hindsight, I recognize now that I was more of a menace to him, probably, than he was to me. Like, as a kid, as I got older, I went from being afraid of him to kind of having that kid-like hostility toward him. Like, I was going to find him out. You know, I was I was going to figure out what, what was going on. So over the course of my childhood, I started to spy on him, to keep an eye on him while he was keeping an eye on us. So for a long time, I would, you know, whenever I was out playing, I would periodically take a break from playing and then go sneak into the trees between our yard and his yard just to see what he was doing. And I thought that I was being sneaky. In hindsight, he could 100% see me the whole time. Like he, he knew where I was the whole time. I knew where he was the whole time. Nobody was creeping on the other person. We were just being mildly weird. But the difference, of course, was that I was six years old and he was a 60-year-old with a long beard. So it was a little less creepy for me to spy on him than it was for him to spy on me. I think as a society, we can agree on that. The peak of my spying on him was that uh, one summer I got a periscope from my older brother. It was this red toy periscope that was about two feet long. It was plastic red, like a neon red, a very loud red. And it was a periscope so that I could lift it up and to, and to see out of the top like a, like a submarine, you know. So I had this periscope and I took it out back one summer and to spy on him, I went into a bush and from this bush, I lifted the periscope up through the branches of the bush so that I could spy on him inconspicuously. The problem, of course, was that the periscope was neon red. It could not have been more conspicuous than the periscope that I had in my hands. So I would scan his yard like I was a U-boat in the Atlantic looking for a weird bearded convoy. And I would look for him in the yard, and it was always a tremendous thrill slash scare to see him. And of course, he would be making eye contact with the periscope because, again, the periscope was like lifting a red flag to alert him to the presence of a child invading his privacy. So I would watch him with my periscope, and he would watch me through my periscope. And eventually, I, I decided, okay, this periscope is way too obvious, so I need to figure out how to camouflage this periscope. 
So then I started picking branches from this bush and taping the branches to the red periscope to increase the camouflage on the periscope. So now, from his perspective, not only was there a red plastic periscope staring at him for hours at a time in his backyard, now the periscope had arms and branches sticking out of it, leaves to catch his eye even further. And so when I think about my time doing Mr. Creeper surveillance in the backyard, I now recognize how mentally unsettling it would be for an already mentally unstable person to have a flashing red periscope staring at him. Like, for someone who may deal with paranoid delusions, having an actual periscope staring at you for hours at a time was probably not good for his mental or emotional health. And so as as I think about it now, for Charlie, this poor old man, he pr- was probably terrified of me. I was probably Mr. Creeper to Mr. Creeper. And Mr. C, if you're listening, which I highly doubt, I apologize. Thanks for listening. <laughs>